Welcome to Brain Stew, the ultimate A to Z podcast. opinions that's our own and do not reflect or promote the views of others hello everybody hello how are you i'm all right welcome back to another episode of brain stew feels like it's been a while since we've recorded doesn't it because i think i was ill for it's a week ages. yeah and then away for a week and then we treated you guys to the uh the world-renowned drunk cast world-renowned now is it it's well it's always been world-renowned yeah yeah i did some sneaky um background stats work this week just to have a look and see where we are reaching out and um what countries we're hitting and and did you know we'll have a guess how many countries across this wonderful planet of ours that we have guess how many we are featured in oh, 10 nope 12 nope higher yep 20 33 no we're not 33 yeah yeah what's the most random country again oh i i think in terms of where we would expect like, wouldn't expect listeners. Um, Vietnam. Hello to everyone in Vietnam. Yep. Um, yeah, so UK, uh, America, Canada, um, France, Germany, Portugal, Spain, Italy, um, Russia, Ukraine. Um, wow. And, and then, great. yeah, a bit in Scandinavia, Australia, Japan. Um, I think that's probably something to do with the old Ella Garden shows. Mm. Um, New Zealand and, yeah, and South settle. America, Mexico. I won't settle until we get a listener in Bognor Regis. We've had a Bognor Regis, have we? And a Brighton and Hove, yeah, yeah. I take it back. Yeah, so yeah, we've we've had and like sort of it's really cool because when you go into it a bit further and see like where people are listening as well. So we've had people yeah. listening in, um, uh, yeah, like all across the states, um, and yeah, we're picking up new new listeners all the time. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's really cool. It's really exciting. Well, yeah, you join us back for letter U episode Ooh. U. Yeah, and we've got a guest again tonight, Chris. Straight out. Sorry, I burped and almost had a bit of sick come up. They're not straight, not yeah. the mention of a guest. It was just like <laughs> I feel sick. This guest. I was like, oh my god, I'm going to be sick on air. Wow. Straight out the gr- the drunk cast. Straight out the drunk cast. We spoiled them with two guests. We did. And straight into another guest. And we had Jim, Tim, um, <laughs> and we had Tom as well. They're very very cool guests. Lots of fun. Yeah. Shall we introduce him? Yes. No. No. no let's not, Jay. Let's no, just leave him here and then let, let him do round, random sound bites. Yes. Right. Tell us, Jay. Well, tell us who's in the chair this week. As I always do, I always give the guests a little intro. And um, do you want like drama music or suspense music? Uh, a bit of suspense, I think. That's like the one where it builds up. All right. Carl Davis. Fuck off. It's a hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard golf life. Oh, I like that. Barber. Barber to the hipsters. Of Dorch Vegas. Nice. Daddy of one. Dungeons and Dragons fanatic. And Mr. I can sleep anywhere. I don't need a pillow. Round of applause, please, Chris. Loving that. <laughs> like, literally without a pillow anywhere. Pretty much, yeah. Love that. That's so cool. Yeah. I can't do that. Even when we're trying to book a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, where do you want to go on holiday, mate? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. It's, it's so interesting that you want to go on holiday that you're sleeping now. I had a coach trip um, back from football on um, on Monday night, and I was trying to sleep on a coach because I, I literally coach was getting in like two in the morning. I had to be at work at half seven, so I was like, I need every single second counts on the coach that I need to get some sleep. Could I fucking sleep on that coach? No, I'm like this, like going around corners <laughs> like that, and like uh, like no sleep at all. It doesn't help the coach driver's fucking talking to me the whole time, and I'm like, the mate, I'm not. <laughs> no, I think where's the weirdest place you've? Fallen asleep. Uh, I've fallen asleep standing up before. That's pretty impressive, isn't it? 
Yeah, I thought you meant like like where, where like Birmingham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Birmingham toilet. How are you, mate? You alright? Yeah, I'm alright. Good, yeah. good. We finally got him on after um cancellation episode way back in episode C. That feels like about twelve years ago now, doesn't yeah, it? The amount he, of episodes we've done. He was gonna be our first ever guest yeah. on the show, but he's back. I thought it'd be fashionably late. Yeah. <laughs> like it. Fashionably late. What are you watching on telly at the minute? Oh, I've started watching Dharma. Oh, do you know what? That was gonna be be my same um question to you guys. I'm you, uh, I'm episode it? three. It's, it's pretty brutal. I've seen some bits, like some documentary stuff before, and I've, I think I've read a mm. couple of books on it, and it's, yeah, I mean, it, you, it, nothing of what he's done is going to be pretty ever in the way that it's portrayed, but it's just the fucking edginess of his character. It's, it's, it's chilling. It's brutal. It's, it's just, it, it's scary. I think that's like, like genuinely, I don't get like emotionally involved with like TV and films, like watching stuff like It doesn't yeah. scare me it's just yeah, like you, with these you've got to remind yourself that it, it yeah literally real. and it's like there's like the detachment in it is just like oh it's really cool and you know it's like wow the, the effects are amazing what a great storyteller Stephen King is mm. and then you look at this and it's like fuck this actually happened and it, it does make me feel a little bit on edge when he's like I know the uh, the internet's sort of blown up as well about the, the actors Evan Peters is it I forget his name, something like that. But yeah, he's he's such a good actor. Like you forget that it's, it's him. Oh, it's one of those things he where like, him so well. You wonder if he, if he actually looks slightly like his character. That when he walks down the street, people are going to attack him. Yeah, and be like, "What the fuck?" You know, like you. I've only seen like the um the odd screenshot, and he does look. Yeah, he does look like Dharma. Yeah. It's, like, it's worth watching. I'm about halfway through at the minute, but it's one of those you have to watch an episode and take a breather for a bit. Yeah, we've we've um, literally done one a night for the last yeah. three nights. Wasn't uh oh, what's his name? Mate from High School Musical, wasn't he Bundy? Zach Efron. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 so that Bundy. that one, Bundy was. Didn't see that one. I, I was really frustrated with that because I I understand why why it was wrote how it was because it was all leading up to his his because it was it was, was kind it of leading up to the court case. Cause it, I didn't it, actually watch this. It series. was leading up to his first kill, uh, and it was a little. I think I from memory it was a little bit retrospective, but leading up to like his first, and it was just like for people who were watching it for like oh we're gonna get to see Bundy like doing yeah. his shit. And it was really grim, but it was just like there was a lot of people that were like, "Oh, it's it's not that," and it's just about how like he became how how he became and he escaped from court. And it, I think there was two in and fro, but I might be confusing two separate documentaries or two separate. I think there was there was two different documentaries. Yeah, so it but, came out roughly mm, the same time. but I remember one of them being like leading up to it, and then the other one being about his charisma and his charm in court and how he escaped from like caught by jumping out the window and all, all these kind of weird weird. I can feel things. a um, an A to Z of true crime coming on, Chris. Well, to be fair, I'm, I'm going to give a shout out to another pod because I am listening to um, some amazing um, true crime pods at the moment um, and They Walk Among Us. Um, okay. If you love true crime podcasts, check out They Walk Among Us. There's like six seasons of it. I'm at like season three, episode 34, and the guy's research is phenomenal. And it's some some of the topics are really like sort of like dark, but... Um, it, it's discussed in a really, really kind of way that it's not, it's not like gripping as in like, oh my god, what's going to happen next? It's mm. factual and it's, it's just, it's, it's totally like, if I was doing one, that's exactly how I do it. So yeah, they walk among us really, really good. Okay, yeah. recommended. Sounds good. Check that one out. Um, all right, should we fetch the the mail? Uh, I think the so. old post. I think it's time. Let's uh, let's grab that mail. <laughs> So grand. I feel like we should stand up and salute every time that comes up. 
Oh, mail, mail, mail. Yes. You're going to be doing that when your postie walks up your drive next. <laughs> Playing that finch out the window to him. Bowing. All right, so we, we've had mail. Um, Where is it coming from? I've selected four this week. Yeah. I've selected... There was one which was a little bit nasty, um, which basically told us that we were terrible and we should fuck off um, in literal, literal terms. Um, which, yeah, I'm just kind of... Um, I'm working on a reply for that one, but we'll leave it to one side for the moment. Um, but we've had emails from Ellen, Leon, Kia and Pete. Shocker. Pete's always there. Do you want, which one do you want first? Just go top to bottom. Okay, so Pete, please can I come on for the V episode? I'd love it if Pete come on. I'm a huge Vanilla Ice fan. Mm, it's not going to be Vanilla Ice, is it? Although, Pete, let's try and get you on. That will be fun. We'll see what happens. Kia, what was the last Guilty Pleasure band you guys listened to? <sighs> guilty Pleasure? Yeah, like a band that you'd be ashamed to announce that you you really I, take pleasure in. Well, I I don't want to like Machine Gun Kelly. But okay. the songs are so catchy. Get out, get out now. <laughs> I'm like... This is not your podcast. I'm like... <laughs> I'm in a to the song. I'm like... Kyle, oh, just... swap, swap seats with yeah. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> it was only because Bert McCracken was on a song, all right? So I got into it and... Uh... Oh, yeah. Trying to save yourself now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess... I guess Machine Killer Ke- Machine Ke- is my, uh, okay. my guilty pleasure, sort of. Kyle? Ooh, that's a tough one. I don't know what I've been listening to lately. It's guilty pleasure. I mean... What's the last song that you listened to? You're like, well, I'm not sure I should be listening to this. Yeah. Um, oh, too many. Um, <laughs> oh. It's normally uh, some sort of like pop banger, isn't it, or something? Oh. Um, no, it's not really that pop with me. No. Mm. Although I like, I do really get into my sort of folk. Actually, what was that weird like gnome metal thing you listened to? Oh, um, like, troll wind, metal. Windrose. Yeah. Yeah. Windows, okay. the dwarven Italian dwarven metal band. Yeah, oh, those guys, yeah. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I said, yeah. That's they're, probably they're, um, is, is that a guilty pleasure though? Because if not you like really, it, that much, I like them. Yeah, 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 yeah I, I like them. Really um, I listened to "Take That" this week. I listened to "Patience" by "Take That." That's a great song. That is written beautifully. Lyrics are fantastic. Arrangement yeah. perfect. It's a wonderful song. Yeah. Guilty pleasure. I love that. The other thing I was going to say was "Ensync." Ensync are fucking awesome. So, yeah. As long as you don't know the dance moves. No. <laughs> oh, he's looking like it. There, there was hesitation. No, <laughs> no I can't remember. Throwing out some shapes. <laughs> okay, right. Um, Leon says drunk cast was funny. Two lasses rum is great. You guys are stupid, though. Yeah, he's right. Correct in every single moment there. Yeah, thanks, thanks for sharing. I, can, uh, I, I agree with him on that one. Yeah. you can vouch for that. Yeah. Especially Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're listening to this podcast, then um, you know. Yeah, well, again, so like the, the abusive uh, email that we got was very much like, but you're listening to episode like thirty odd of this. And telling yeah, us you that, don't start there, that do we're, you? we're dicks and that you don't like it. And it's just like, I don't understand why you would spend your time <laughs> When you start this. a pod, you don't go like middle, do you? you go like recent episode or last. You go straight to first. And then, and then what you do is you build up the courage over 29 long episodes that you go, pricks! <laughs> In your little keyboard warrior world and then you just, fuck off. Yeah, just fishing for a shout out. That's well, literally, yeah. And I'm, I'm not going to mention their name because that's what they want. Oh, go on. Let them have it. No. We can call them a prick. No. Need a few more few more nasty emails yeah. before the name gets mentioned yeah. Yeah. Ryan oh. Dunwoody I am not calling you out <laughs> prick okay right uh, and last one is Ellen oh, I picked this one out because I kind of I, I don't know well, I, I said heard a rumour that Tom is rejoining Blink 
is it true? Oh. I love the fact that we're the oracle of this. Like, oh, well, actually. Yeah, but we have been talking about it a lot. We're speaking to Tom a lot last week. And uh, yeah. funnily enough, we're speaking to Mark too. I, I have no idea. I I really hope not. I thought it was on the cards when there, there was like a, an announcement coming. And then Mark was like, no, guys, it's just it's 30 yeah. years of awesomeness. It's great. That is in itself. There will be no further announcements. When, when Skiba said he was like, not sure if he was in the band anymore. I thought, oh, okay, maybe Tommy's coming back. Well, he was like, you know as much as I do. So that can be read in two different ways that, you know, I'm in the band as far as I know, as you know I'm in the band. Yeah. Isn't Tom just too caught up with the UFO business now? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. What's it to the stars? Yeah, and to be fair, like a lot of the stuff he's doing in there is really cool and it's quite, if you like that kind of stuff, it's really interesting. But, um, I need to look into it more. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, it, it's, it's worthwhile. A lot of it is quite like heavy, heavy going and like, like, sorting the wheat from the chaff there's a lot of it's like man this is just fucking dull show me the alien shit um but yeah it's, it's um you know he's he's doing stuff and uncovering stuff but so ellen i love the fact that you think we know the answer um we don't know the answer me personally i really hope that he isn't because i think it would destroy a really good band um but i'm sure everyone else has differing opinions you know i do california yeah. was definitely the best album yeah 100 percent. what out of all their albums out of all their albums chris you agree yeah. oh my days take off pant jacket close second they're two different bands though come on they are but i think the the quality of the second band is better than the quality of the first band and i'm i'm talking about live i'm talking about production i'm talking about effort and wanting to be in the band mm, i think yeah. like um you know blink blink 180 skiba sits with that perfectly that yeah, band I know, works I, really I somewhat, well somewhat agree and I, th- I think that's my my main reason for not wanting that guy to go back to that band is I think he will destroy the band. I think he'll be there. He'll do his whole, like, can we make a fuck ton of money out of this? Can I do my alien shit as well? Great. Let's put a record out there. It's half fast. No one really cares. I don't care. He fucks off. And Mark and Trask you know what we've done. And Skeeper's like, fuck you guys. I'm not coming back to this now. You're like the oracle for Blake. I just, that that's my feelings. Are you feeling this? No. <laughs> really not. He's not feeling it. Sorry. Yeah. Moving on. Okay, right. So, Jay, have you got any emails I for have. us? I have. I do have an email. Okay. I'm, okay. It's, oh no! It's not a um, a letter, as in a physical. I want to see like, receive physical letters, please, everybody. We've been through this several times. I know, over. They need to know where to send it. I just want to open them with the little knife thing, on, live on the show. <laughs> Are you going to say sipping a rum? So this is the address in my, this, in my you library. Please send uh, all of your letters to Chris's house, and his address is <laughs> PO box. Nah, we need to set a PO box up. If I see Posty carrying those letters, I will set the dogs on you. Release the hounds. Right, so we've had an email from Stephanie Hubbard. And she says, hey, I just wanted to share my movie I made. It's called, it, no, it's a punk rock romance called Lily Darling, set in 2006. Mm-hmm. I'd love you guys to check it out and let me know what you think. Featuring songs by Mayday Parade, Motion City Soundtrack, Early November and Friend Circle. Wow. Friend so, Circle, epic. So she sent, sent us the, the movie to watch. So we should sit down and watch it and give her our thoughts and review. We will sit down and watch it and we will talk about it next week. Thank cool. you very much, Stephanie. That's Thanks, really cool. Thanks, Stephanie. And, for every, and we're, we're getting more and more stuff uh, coming in now, which is really cool. Um, and for people, so you can use all the social channels, Brainstew Pod, um, or lob it in uh, chat at brainstew.co.uk, which lots of people do. Um, and yeah, we, we, will, um, we will continue to... Um, yeah, keep sending us your music as well. We're really loving that. Mm. We'll play them out on the show if uh, if you haven't got a label. And if you have got a label, give us your permission to play track. Yeah. And yeah, and, and it's cool. Like, and send us suggestions for bands as well. It's really cool mm. um, to like sort of meet new people and, and hear about uh, bands that they're, they're really into as well. So yeah, 
Share the love, people. Good stuff. Right, enough of that bollocks. Should Let's we reveal uh, the band for this week? Oh, I suppose we better do that, haven't we? Shall we? Oh, this is going to be an, an interesting one because um, I've got no other... Well, I've got one other you. Yeah, I've got a couple. It's you too. Well, let's find out. That, that's not allowed to be spoken in this room. No, I agree. I, I'm a little bit disgusted. <laughs> Shall we uh, reveal the band then? Let's do it, ready. And the band is... Uncle Cracker. Uncle Cracker. It's not Uncle Cracker. Shut up. Fuck off. Fuck off. Um, who, who is it then? All right. Ugly Kid Joe. Nice. It's not they, Ugly Kid Joe, is it? They had some good songs, didn't they? Cats <laughs> in the Cradle. That's a great song. Cats in the Cradle and the Silver Spoon. I don't know another song, though. Um, Hate Everything About You. Everything oh, of course. Yeah. About you. No, they're literally the only two songs I can name yeah. by that band. I think that's it. I think they did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Can't, have, you got, have you got the band this week? No. <laughs> <laughs> you got any more? Uh, go on more. Okay. The band this week is Ultravox. Oh, oh, Vienna. <laughs> I love that song. Um, it's also not UB40. Oh. Okay. Union Underground. Oh, oh, I forgot about them. They had one song. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Just one. Yeah. <laughs> undertones. Oh, the undertones. To be fair, they probably should be in the other band. Yeah, they should with. actually. Yeah. I'm gonna put those in and edit that out. All right. Good. All right. Anyway, in all seriousness. <laughs> all right. Um, this is the band for this week for you is Is it worth the can you even hear me? Next time. So I'm bouncing, I can't. I it's it. the used everybody. It's the used <laughs> It's the greatest band on planet Earth to ever grace this universe. It's the mighty the used everybody. In case, just in case you hadn't picked it up from that ever so delicate segue into it. Segway? Segment? Segway? Who cares? Jay is a bit of a used fan, and I'm feeling a little bit outnumbered now because I'm looking at Jay and Kyle, and they've actually got matching We've got the, same the used T-shirts on, whereas I have my sweat-ridden football shirt on. Well, we, we didn't plan it. We just like telepathically said... Jamie, Jamie definitely planned it. Where are you used tonight? Used friends. If you look at the Ooh. picture, if you look at the picture on our Instagram page of Kyle tonight in front of our lovely banner, you'll see the T-shirt we're talking about. Yes. And it's delightful. It is, it's lovely. It's got skeletons and a heart hanging from its neck. It's yeah. lovely. The U signature. Okay, first song you guys ever heard from the used. Ooh. Taste of ink. Taste of ink. I think mine's actually all I've got. Was it? Yeah. Oh, you're on album two. Yeah, that's when I first came into oh. the used. I remember hearing that and being like, whoa. What all I've got? Yeah, like mm. wow, what a song! That's just amazing, and yeah, I was totally hooked on that song. Absolutely loved it. It wasn't anything I was really into at the time, but I watched the video and I was like, "This video is fucking cool." Yeah, it's awesome. And then yeah. the song like was really catchy. So yeah, and yeah, and then Taste of Ink came along. So it's like yeah, I, I was old. I was sixteen, I think, and um, it was probably crying or something, and it came on uh, the Taste of Ink, and it was just like although emo was kind of becoming its own at that time kind of grunge emo mm. it was like the use just stood out they were quite unique and there was nothing else like it yeah but 
never been an MCR fan. No, I mean they're used all the way. MCR kind of like for me are a bit of a knockoff. The used. Yeah, it's interesting because the the used open doors for lots of bands that kind of maybe weren't in that punk pop category in the time of punk pop were a little bit kind of um, heavier, a little bit screamy, a little bit of, I want to say emo because that's not really what emo is, but it, it was like they shepherded in a completely different take on stuff so that there was bands out there that then became like part of that movement. And I think like MCR is kind of like within that category. So I think you're right. Like they kind of like ushered it in and MCR just became bigger with yeah, a bigger fan like, set yeah. and, and kind mm-hmm. of a, yeah. again, and I, I think when you, when you look at it in terms of the songs, especially you take like the first used album and then like the first MCR album, you could say, well, there's not a lot of difference in terms of like, um, you know, kind of production quality and things like that. But certainly in, in terms of aggression and stuff like that, I think like the used kind of sit firmer in a, a harder camp and, and, and the M- MCR stuff is more poppy. And then I think they kind of carried on in that direction, whereas the used sort of stayed true to where they were and just developed their sound in more of a, you know, an aggressive way and kind of, you know, the, the screaming, the sort of the the raw emotion in the songs kind of carried through. And I think that that's the crossroad between does, going mainstream that sums, and... That sums the used up in a lot of ways, raw emotion. You know, it really comes through, in, in especially vocally. Um, it's definitely that was the reason why I sort of got into them a bit more. Was yeah. You definitely like you could feel that in the songs they wrote. Yeah, and I, th- I think like for for that kind of band is like if you're in that genre and you're not portraying that, you, you're doing it wrong, aren't you? It's like if you, if you can't if you're not attracting listeners because your lyrics aren't being basically shoved down someone's fucking earlobe, then yeah, you're doing it wrong. You're absolutely doing it wrong. And like that is my favorite thing about this band is the fact that you can feel every single song even songs in my opinion that are average below average not great um that's the one thing that carries them and that's the yeah. one thing that shines through when, yeah, when but it still gives it as all like regardless yeah when, when the songs are lacking and and you know and and all bands have this it's not a oh i'm slagging them off it's literally that there are lulls in their catalogue and you're like oh it's not it's not hooking me in but then you're like but this guy is still like heart in your sleeve slogging it out and you're like, yeah, that's absolute respect for that. Always shows when a band like they've struggled with an album and stuff. Is that a, a hard life but... though? Like um, coming from a, a Mormon background, he rebelled against it and wanted nothing to do with with the church. And mm. he he got into drugs and pushed his family away. Well, they kind of kicked him out and said, that, you know, yeah. And he 16 years old. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 16 years old. And, and then it's he, basically he finds these three guys who already got a band. Mm. Um, falls into place and they do a demo and uh, they I think they played two or three shows and then John Feldman hears it and then they're signed to a major label off of and, and that, the back of that that was phenomenal because Feldman basically uh, according to Bert was like I'm flying over at cost to me um, because I, I think he you guys are amazing I want to come and do a demo with you guys and like did a demo and then punted it to pretty much every major nothing happened for a couple of days mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it was like every major label in the states. Yeah, were like, they had, we want these guys. They had nine labels queuing yeah. up to sign them, and, and they're like for dinner and stuff. And they're like literally being schmoozed and being like, right, you're going to this city now to meet with this one. Yeah. And like, and like Bert saying like, 
this is back in the day when like you know it was like bank record labels so it was like just splash the cash and do what the fuck we want and it was just like wow you know what that's... position to be in to have that many labels like again especially, it, especially at their age at that yeah, point 16 17 it's one of those though isn't it where it's like because obviously when they did the first album Burt quit and fucked off yeah because he couldn't deal with the enormity so you're kind of looking at that like parallel of like like Kurt Cobain like back in like uh, 94 of just being like I'm I've got bigger than my heroes. I, you know, I kind of like, I don't like what I've become. I don't like, you know, the kind of the corporate machine that this band is now through no fault of our own. We've just become successful. And Bert sort of does a similar thing and says, I'm not sure who I am. I don't know what I want to be. And, you know, again, like for a, a young 17, 18 year old, however he was, that that's kind of, it's naive, but it's also very like honorable that you would go, do you know what? I, I can't, I can't be this idol that people want me to be. I just want to go and do my shit, and you know. That's... It also, he's very delicate at this point. He, he's like smoking crystal meth and hanging out with some dodgy characters, you know. So I don't know yeah, if yeah, he's not going to be in the right space. He knows his own mind. Any of those sort of things. Well, he just like disappeared, didn't he? And then it, mm. the band like had to track him down and find him and like rein him back in and be like, "Come on, you've got this. We can do this." Yeah. And yeah, I mean, again, testament to someone who's in the, that kind of scenario that can still produce. Well, that look, look at that. They're in, they're in a position where they've sold 10 million records worldwide from, you know, from, from nothing. So yeah. that, that's such an achievement. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. So, Jay, you are an absolute... Um, we'll leave that for a soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, massive, massive Helmet. used fan. Um, so... Going through their catalogue, and, we, and we've done this with every single band where we've talked about, and it tends to be the sort of the same format. It's like, oh, there's a progression, and it goes. From yeah. Into, what yeah, What would you describe their whole catalogue? It's like sort of, you know, if it, if it was a book, whereabouts are they in that book right now? As in the the path of their yeah. See, for me, they've the first two albums. As Kyle will tell you every time he speaks to me, he says the use they've got two albums. No, right. I'd say they've got three albums. <laughs> Album one and two, you know, perfection. They, the first one was quite raw. Uh, the second one becomes a little bit more mainstream, a bit more poppy in places. It works, though. It's, it's and they, they carry that through in, into Lies for the Lies, the third album. Um, then it takes a bit of a dip, a bit of a lull. Different producer. But yeah, I was just going to say, they say they, they're working with John Feldman for pretty much all of their records. And then they go to um, artwork, artwork, and they look Max Squire, Panic at Disco, Sun Forty One, and um, then they go back to John Feldman. But then they had a moment where they were, this is this was the, the lull moment, I would say. What did is, you uh, just sorry to cut you short? What did you no, think of artwork? I loved artwork. Yeah, yeah. I I was really confused because artwork they described it um, as. Uh, well, quote from um, from Bert was in the past. We've always kind of brought pop sensibility into heavy rock, but this is going to be all that much more tantalising and brutal. Our songs are ten times messier and noisier than they've ever been. Right. Then I listened to artwork and I was like, "When did you do all of that?" Because there's not a single track on that album that made me feel that way at all. It was like really well produced, like kind of like. No, like rocky kind of it was like the, the first couple of tracks and I thought were great I don't I don't feel it was a heavier album or anything like that it was it, it wasn't was, messier it was it, polished it, yeah 
And I, I, I just, because it was like, when I was working through the albums, I heard that and I was like, oh my God, this album's going to be fucking carnage. I had like, um, Say Hello to Sunshine by Finch. Yeah. That's the kind of levels I was thinking of. Like, that's the kind of way this is going to be. And it was like, ah. No, I think that was more progr- uh, shown in the artwork, literally. literally yeah, right? um, it felt yeah. it felt like it was a more mainstream album, like mm. it's slipping into more of a pop genre than anything else. Yeah, I think it was just branded as a dark album, but it, it wasn't yeah. really... Um, yeah sorry anyway so after artwork sorry yeah so they went back to John Feldman for a couple of albums Imaginary Enemy being a, a self-release because they dropped their label at the time mm. um, Quinn leaves the band but then they become they take on a new guitarist um, Justin from Sayozin and they do The Canyon with Ross Robinson um, Slipknot I think he does he's done albums for them but it was a completely different band. Um, I still like the album, but it's it's very a very hard listen. The vibe is massively different, isn't it? It's it's more like um, I say prog because it's not it's not like progressive, but it's just like um, it's so much more mainstream, so much more modern, uh, and it, it's kind of it's a, like there's so much more synth in it. There's just kind of the sounds and things that are going on in there, it's just a completely different experience. And yeah, like... they, they recorded that album um, analogue. Mm. So completely different using, uh, what do you call it, signals and a physical recording rather than the traditional digital. Mm. And you can hear that coming through. Because I think they were going for more of a raw live sound. Than... Do, you, do you think if you pulled that album out of their collection that and you, you basically, you know, it was never assigned to the used, mm. so people would listen to it and not know it was a used album? Possibly, I think everything else flows. Mm. The first few albums are like really epic. Mm. Everything else is kind of on a on a similar level. It's, it's, until, it's like a variance, isn't it? Until they get to Heartwork, that's just just come out last last couple of years. Mm. That should have been album three, I think. Heartwork is one of my favourite albums. It's incredible. Uh, like just like yeah, Heartwork is album three, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> For you, it is. So literally, we've just hang on. What's the time? But we've yeah. just spent ten minutes going around a circle yeah. just to prove that Kyle is right. <laughs> um, he, he's, uh, I can he's, leave now. <laughs> he's not right before Jay throws you out. <laughs> because I think every one of these albums has got his place. Yeah. Um, in the bin. <laughs> I was, I was waiting, in the place where. Um, in all fairness, I haven't really listened to much since that third album yeah. uh, until Heartwork came out. And yeah, Heartwork is an absolute Heartwork, banger. let's just talk about that album for a minute. They This is the first time they used ever brought guests in for vocals on, on tracks. Uh, you know, Travis Barker on drums on a track as well. They just just went for it. They, they had a co-production side of it with John Feldman this time. Um, you know, you've got even like Bert playing guitar on some tracks and they all just everything went. It was like let's just go for it. It's because they had John Feldman on it. That's John Feldman's just incredible. What a producer! They yeah, just, they so, so just work really well together, don't they? Yeah, yeah. and like, I mean, like, um, like uh, in in the video that you sent me, like Bert's basically saying, like John John Feldman is the most talented human being in the world. That he can like on any day he can write three songs and they'll be world class, amazing, yeah. catchy. Well, of course, songs. he's he's done um, the Blink. Uh, last few records, hasn't as we well. were just saying, California. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean that that's that's co-wrote with Feldman, so you know his his ability to write catchy quality tunes shines throughout, and mm. yeah, that, that's why he's such a sought after producer and and writer, isn't he? Yeah, absolute ledge. Mm. Um, favorite album, 
If you had to pick an album. Oh, I knew you were going to ask this. Yeah. For me, it's definitely the first album. 100%. Yeah? Yeah. Not a bad track on that. I'm self-titled. Totally agree. Totally agree. It's um, But my favourite album is... It's close, but it's In Love and Death. It's, the second album is... To me, it's perfect. That is, yeah, it's, again, it's an absolute banger, but... I'm, it's close. I, the, 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 yeah, the debut album, um, self-titled, is amazing. Hard work is brilliant. Yeah, it is. And I'm kind of yeah, stuck between the two. Like, I, I, I think for the the old school emo kid in me is like, yeah, it's definitely the first album. But hard work for the grown up of me is like, yeah. actually, I can relate to this a bit more. And I like it probably more. So I can say hard work. Okay. I think, cool. it, I think with the like, self title, it is nostalgia. Because mm. I bought yeah. that back in, must be like 2006. And I still listen to it yeah. on the regular. I think it's, it's, it's we always say it on the show, don't we? It's, it's like when, when you're listening to songs and stuff like that, you're you're not just listening to the lyrics and, and that you're, you're also listening and feeling the moment you were in when you first heard it. When, when we're talking songs 20 odd years ago. And like that's that's what I love about that. But I think heart work because it's new. I don't have anything to pin it to, so mm. I'm kind of enjoying the like the proper like like quality of the music. Yeah. Being like this is just yeah, this is this is a really good good song for forty year old me to enjoy while I'm driving in my sensible car and my slippers and piper. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think they're in a good good position now with um, Joey Bradford's coming on guitar from Bamsin Static Lullaby. That, that, um, that, that was when it sounded like a football thing. Like, yeah, we're in a really good position because we've just signed a Roy Keane <laughs> yeah. from Manchester United and they're really going to shore up the midfield. No, you know when you just... You, bands don't gel and like members yeah. leave and stuff. They look like they're a good fit the four of them now again. Um, and I'm hoping for some, some new tunes. Yeah, I, I, again, I, I think... Well, Bert's taken some time out, hasn't he? Because yeah. they were supposed to play Slam Blank this year and they uh, back in May and they cancelled it because he sort of wanted to get himself right and yeah, spend some time yeah, sort of like addressing his mental health. Are they coming health. back on another tour soon? In the States. Nothing's announced, so they are playing the States, but yeah. not, not UK at the minute. Yeah. Um, no, okay. Um, favourite song? Yeah. Um, My favourite song's not on the albums that I've I've discussed, it's all I've got. Just, all I've got yeah. is outstanding. That is a banger, absolute banger. And and it's it's perfect. It's just, you know, the the intro the the guitar just before it kicks in in the verse yeah. in the chorus and just the yeah the the lyric everything about it is just like yeah wow i feel i feel i can't choose a favorite song it's too difficult but if i could list a few does the whole um, first album count <sighs> yeah um i caught fire on in love and death yeah incredible song buried, buried myself alive I think I caught, I caught Fire is the third song I heard before I went out and bought the first album. Yeah, yeah. that was. I, I tell you what, is a, a, a song over and over over again on the Canyon. Yeah, Canyon. That's a fucking great song. It is a good song. I love that song. It's the standout on the album. You see why it was a single. Yeah. Um, the used videos as well. Like, I don't know if you watch the video for over and over again. The, the videos are just amazing. They're like. It's like if you could drop yourself inside somebody's brain or nightmare. It's, it's, it's a strange thing because I'm very much like since like have stopped watching Kerrang and Kerrang being like, you know, always on TV. I don't think I've seen any bands I've music that. videos. On, on this podcast, I'm always like the video, the video, because I'm always on YouTube watching yeah. music videos. Yeah. Um, my, my, my kind of thing is I'll, I'll listen to it on like uh, a streaming uh, thing and then I'll go on YouTube and watch live. 
Yeah. And then watch interviews and then like read interviews and stuff like that. But my, it's kind of like my whole like, I don't want to see what the video is because it kind of it doesn't really mean anything to me because oh, it's no. kind of like I know yeah, I, I get it, it. I get I'm missing out, it. but it's like I want to see the song in the dimension it was written in, which was the music. Yeah. I don't want to see a video because it might taint my view of what no, the song's you, about. You're completely right. I always like to hear the audio first yeah. before for a video. And then I'm like, I want to see it live because I want to see if you punks can pull the shit off live where they're just mm. a big bunch of fakers. I'm kind of the opposite. If I know a band's released a new track, I go straight on YouTube. Yeah. And yeah. have a look. See if it, like, if they got a video of it, that's cool. But if they haven't, I just put it on. I, I always find, though, that like if I've seen the video first and listened to it, if I don't like the video, I don't like the song. That can happen. And this is why yeah. I'm like, you, you, you're not a band that makes videos to make me listen to music. You're a band that makes music to maybe potentially make me watch a video. And... That's how I always. No, if uh, I think that's just the old old school <laughs> crying watcher in me. If anybody's listening, not heard of the use, pop on to YouTube and just check out some of their videos. They're really dark. They're really well thought out, and um, the Taste of Ink video is still. Like, yeah, that's um, so simple but amazing. And yeah. and live, they're fantastic. Live, they're absolutely fantastic. amazing. Yeah, um, check out the Bird in the Worm video as well. That's that's mad. And that's Bert a great song. Swallowed mm, into a sofa. As you do. Mm. Yeah, perfect. Perfect is uh, the word for the used. Perfect. Perfect Ooh. is the word for the used, apparently. Uh, don't forget the uh, the bonus track on the first album. I think that's up there with one of my favourite tracks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, after uh, the little... Uh, um, yeah, after the striptease and all the laughing. Yeah. And Bert's laughing. <laughs> yeah, any, any... Well, if you're a used fan, you've probably found it, but anybody's got, got the first album, after the last song, just, just wait a bit. Or don't fall asleep and let it wake you up. That's happened a few times. Well, that happened to me with a uh, newfound glory album. Oh it yeah, scared it's the shit out of me. <laughs> the end of Six, Sticks and Stones. Have you have you found that on newfound glory's album? It just goes like uh, it gets really loud. Don't and it? they start saying we're in your house, yes, and I was listening to that with headphones on, and I woke up and I was genuinely wow. terrified. <laughs> it's a it's a clever idea. I remember like God, like back in the days, like in like late nineties, when indie bands would have like you'd wait like 10 minutes at the end of the thing and it'd just be this shitty little piano track and you'd be like, the fuck is this? And then like um, Ash, um, Northern Irish band, fucking great band, they did, um, I can't remember which album it was, it might have been at the end of Live at the Wireless where there's just a bit of them absolutely pissed out of their heads, puking everywhere and you can just hear them vomiting everywhere and it's just like, <laughs> nice work guys, nice work. Awesome. Yeah, and on that lovely note... Um, what should we do? Should we do other bands, or do you want my tidbit? I would love to hear your tidbit about the use, please. Well, I've got a feeling, as you're such a uh, a used-to-file, that's a word, you're so big on the used. Um, I, I might give you one as well. If beg your pardon? <laughs> <laughs> that was the campus laugh ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you it. Ready? Go. Go. Okay, well, well, I, I have two. Um, the um, do you know why they're called used? It's really, really straightforward one because they felt like they were used. <laughs> so originally they were called used. Then there was another band who were called used. Yeah. And they had to add the the to it, and they become the used. I knew that about yeah. the adding the the, but yeah. Um... yeah, it was basically they they felt that they were all in in a place where they were like having to like beg, borrow and steal to get through life and they just generally felt shat on by everyone so used was quite an appropriate term for them. It is a great band name. Yeah. Mm. And the second uh, tidbit... Oh, I didn't do my jingle, did I? Well, I was waiting for just it. just went fucking straight in there. What a twat. 
I love you, Jenny. These are my tidbits. <laughs> There's so I, much Forrest Gump references <laughs> in this podcast. Why don't you like my tidbits, Jenny? Um, yeah, the second one, um, and this this is it's kind of a controversial one because there's I read lots of stuff and then lots of people are like, no, that's not what that song's about. Mm. Yes, it is what that song's about. All that I've got. Do you know what that song's about? David Bowie. It is about David Bowie. Yeah, better. I did not know that. His, no, his, his dog's called David Bowie. His dog, his Chihuahua was called David Bowie, and basically his uh, his Chihuahua got ran over um, while, he, while he was on tour. What, yeah, and um, they went back in, and he, that's his first ever experience of loss and, and death of anyone close to him. So that's what the song's about. It's about a dog. Ah, easy. Yeah. That was going to be my, yeah. my my tidbit to you, actually. Cool, we tidbitted each other. Yeah, get, get your tidbits <laughs> out. I don't know if it's one from the U's, but I remember on who was LA Inc. A guy from Bayern went in and got a picture of their dog tattooed on them with a banana. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was a thing. Yeah. We have to look this one up. Banana dog. Mm. That's just made the front cover of this week's episode easy. Yeah. Banana <laughs> dog. <laughs> winning. But yeah, so that, yeah, that, that is my uh, my Uber tidbit. Okay, um, well, yeah. other bands right. beginning with... Ooh, this is really difficult. This undertones. Week. Undertones, yeah. They, what were they kind of... They were like, um, yeah, but like proper, like, yeah. well, undertones were kind of in like the formative years of punk pop. So they were kind of like, you know, not punk enough that it was like Sham 69, Pistols, uh, that kind of era. Clash, it was more, like that, it was, yeah, I mean, Clash was so like eclectic that it's kind of like some of their stuff was really hard punk. And a lot of it was like reggae and stuff like that. But certainly this was a band that were moving more towards pop punk. And then you've got like bands like Buzzcocks. So. Yeah, they're probably a bit more like Buzzcocks, aren't they? I would say they're, they're definitely punk pop. Yeah. Um, but they're like very, very like kind of like a, one of the first kind of, along with bands like Descendants, one of like the first pioneers of punk pop. So, um, yeah. Undertones. I only had one this week, um, Under Oath. Under Oath, yeah. yep. It's the only you band I could think of. Yeah, Under Oath, cool. I think they're back with some new music, actually. Aren't yeah, they, they have released a new album. Yeah, yeah. I haven't checked it out yet. No, I haven't. No. Have you got any U bands? Uh, I think that was the only one I had under Oath. I don't have any in the same sort of genre as pop punk or emo or anything like that. The only one no. I can think of, actually, well, uh, the one I mentioned at the start, Union Underground. Mm-hmm. I can remember that song. I was it Turn Me On, Mr. Dead Man. Yeah, I that, that was just on Krang all the time. It was an absolutely fucking banger. Yeah, but then you got sick of it because you turned it on. It was like, oh, this again. Yeah, just like uh, <laughs> Outside by Stained. Those oh, all those yeah. oh my days! <laughs> I've heard that so many it. times in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's, it's following me around. Really? The song is yeah, but it's, oh. I actually quite like it now that I've got a bit older. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other, yeah, the other band is Unearth. So there's uh, I know yeah, the name. Metalcore band. They yeah. actually play Weymouth. Hmm? Not well. I say not long ago, about ten years ago. Right. Played Weymouth, yeah. Cool. Played at a place which Fair. is now a burger restaurant. I know. Yeah, we played there. Did we play there? I played there. Yeah. yeah. I didn't play there with you guys, but I played there with another band. Bowling for Soup played there. <laughs> they did. Yeah. Thought they played Kings Club. Um, it was before it was Kings Club. It was called Kiva. Yeah. There was. It's cool because when they had like the huge like um, like punk punk pop revolution, there was loads of like really cool like 
British punk bands like Vexed were locals. They were a great band. Um, then there was like Four Foot Fingers. You had um, I've seen Uncle Four Brian, Fingers, yeah. King Prawn. Loads of really, really, like China Drum. Loads of really, really cool underground, uh, you know, British kind of like punk bands or punk pop or like punk, uh, hardcore bands. And that, yeah, that, that, that kind of time was amazing. Now it's just filled with fucking bullshit, isn't it? Fucking dance bullshit. You can't move for like covers bands. Fucking yeah. covers Lo- bands. Locally. And- <laughs> such and such featuring such and such featuring yeah. such and such you ran over such and such what's the point what is what's the, the point um... jay tell me what's the point <laughs> no, I was just gonna say, what's the vibe like because you know for a time when we were younger it was like emo bands or like pop bands or covers yeah. bands yeah. or indie bands like what was it now like, i don't know mumble rap was a thing about two or three years ago and what's that people rapping but they just mumble talk, rap they, they just talk said. like really <laughs> slowly and quietly with a beat in the background <laughs> oh what sort of like the streets type thing no not like the streets the streets are actually it, good he's got a bit of panache about him hasn't he yeah, he's kind of like yeah. even though like his he's his accent kind of doesn't do him any favours he's, he's, he's like talking clearly yeah. like mumble raps a little bit like just slurry yeah, it's kind slurry, of like yeah. as if you're talking to someone who is like a little bit kind of like confused about where they are and <laughs> yeah. it's just like, like there's a bit of a boom, boom, boom. where are my slippers <laughs> <laughs> That is pretty much sums up. Yeah. I don't have a coat. These slippers are just a furry goat. So if you pop down to Finns, is that what you're getting now? No, 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 I not, not Finns. Still just, metal. Finns is just like classic. Finns are lower chains. But it's still the same bands from yeah. like who were like like 20 years. Like they were 40 year olds when we were 20, so they're <laughs> they're in their 60s. Yeah. In their fucking biker jacket, still rocking Thin Lizzy covers. Yeah, yeah. No, I just that, wondered because um, through and through. I don't really go out to watch live music locally that often. So, is it just covers bands? Because that's what I think it is. Well, yeah, I, I, most of Wayne is just cover bands now. Yeah, yeah. unless you got, get the old metal gig down Fins. But yeah, yeah, I think again, you're like you've got to go further afield for like Bournemouth, uh, or like you know you're looking at Fleece in Bristol, Anvil in Bournemouth, and Southampton um, to join us. Yeah, join us. Mm. Oh, well, you, they've got a really great set there because they've got Joiners 1865, uh, the Loft. And they, yeah. there's, you know, all of those interlinked sort of bars there for for joiners, and that is fantastic. And that's kind of, unfortunately, that's that's where the scene's been driven out well, to, isn't it? City life music scene, though, isn't it? It's, um, it is. Yeah, no you know, But no again, if, if good old days of the Ski Lodge. Well, if if Ooh, if yeah. you want to go and watch these bands, you've got to go and travel and support them. And that's kind of, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's it's worthwhile doing. We went we went up Southampton to see Tiny Moving Parts, and they're freaking amazing. Changed Certainly Jay's life. Going to mess that. You got COVID shortly after. Did. I wouldn't have got it if I saw the use there, would I? I don't know. That's a COVID friendly zone. Is it? Yeah. Is it a COVID friendly zone? COVID, no, not to enter a used gig. Because it's so awesome. Fuck off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was the use. That was bands beginning with you. If you can think of a band that begins with you, send it to chat at brainstudio.co.uk because we can't think of any more. Yeah, cool. All right, what's it time for? Go. It is time for whatever you fancy doing. Yeah, it's time for. Oh, let's let's do that one. I haven't done that one yet today. Why not? It's my chimp and my monkey. Um, it's time for title fight. I'm not gonna do it. I was gonna do. It. I was gonna try a new accent. <laughs> we saw me like it's fucking title voice. Well, that was it. I was like, can't do a Brummy one. I'm not gonna try a Scouse one. 
Jesus fucking Christ, it's title fight. I went <laughs> South African. Fucking hell. Fair play. Yeah, that was, uh, I was worried that was going to come out all kinds of shit and then we'd be like re-recording that. Funnily enough, that was the accent I had in my head. Was it? it? Yeah. That's amazing. Isn't that your, that's that's your go-to that's one? That's literally the only one I could do, but I'm not going to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> might be a little bit of a hate crime if I do it. All right, so in the, um, the title fight ring, we have Professor Clump with a bubblegum gun, Mr. Bean with... I can't read that. Can you read it, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Bean with a giant rubber cock. I don't know I if think he says, it says that. I think it says with mini. Mary Poppins. Oh, it's mini. Yeah, it's his car, not yeah, a rubber yeah. cock. Okay, yeah. close. Mary Poppins with a dildo. That was it. That's the one with a rubber cock. Yeah. Jay from the Inbetweeners, who is a cock. Uh, Ron Burgundy. Will's mum from the Inbetweeners with his briefcase. And a bunch of rabid raccoons. Brienne of Tarth. Um... Pamela Anderson. Uh, Chunk from the Goonies with a ladle. David Brent with his guitar. And Jeremy Kyle with... <laughs> I love how we can't even remember. A foam... I don't even think that's words on the board. Jeremy Kyle with a six-foot cock. With Super Soaker. Super Soaker, that's what it says. That was the one against um, Noel Edmonds, wasn't it? Why do I do everything cock-related? What, what's with that? Who knows? Anyway, they're all in the... Um, the the ring for the Royal they Rumble are. when we get to Zed and um, who we got this week so tonight in the blue corner Kyle I reckon you should tell us who wins this fight we have holding a Nerf gun that fires McChicken Nuggets it's Britney Spears Britney Spears with McNugget launcher Nerf gun McNugget launcher right. in the red corner we have with a Nerf gun that fires <laughs> KFC popcorn chicken See what I'm doing here. It's it's chicken, also chicken themes, right? It's, it's chicken chicken fighting off. Christina Aguilera. So it's Britney versus Christina, and they are firing chicken nuggets or popcorn chicken at each other. Ooh. What is going down? Who's got an advantage though? It's the Christina Aguilera because the popcorn chicken's definitely more aerodynamic. And this is nugget. this is where I, I, I wanted this conversation to go because I figured it'd be more about the snacks. Yeah. Than, than the two fine ladies um, fighting it out. The popcorn chicken's more circular, isn't it? Yeah, so it's going to be more aerodynamic. Smaller, though. Smaller. It's, it's, is it going to do as much damage as a well-thrown chicken nugget? Yeah, it could be a better out of fire. It could be. Is it a meaty paintball? That's like a McNugget shotgun. That's going to hurt. Yeah, but if you, yeah, like the McNugget... Like fire in those rubber bullet. Yeah, whereas the nugget's going to be... Um, Catching that air and flipping out and going yeah. elsewhere. It might not fire straight. So is this um, uh, Christina when she's too dirty to clean her act up? Though this yeah. is this is wherever you want her to be. You just don't want to rub her the wrong way. In the dirty video, where she's got a dreadlock. Yeah, I reckon. And this is Britney in the toxic video. Oh, good shout! Yeah. Or um, no, in the um, not the toxic. That's the air hostess one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. The other one with the um, when she's in the the red cat suit. Oh yeah, yeah. You mean. there you go. Right, Carl, you got those two images in your head. Oh. Who wins? Well, how do they win? I reckon Christina's flicking her dreadlocks round, and she's like oh, deflecting the McNuggets. Yeah, she's going at, and it's like slicing through the McNuggets as Britney's launching them. Yeah, but it's Britney, bitch. <laughs> yeah, she just shouts, <laughs> "That's Britney, bitch!" McNugget to the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I reckon there's one of those, like... 
when she's run out of her box of six, she just starts beating her with a Nerf gun. <laughs> this is this is where I figured it would get she, to. Has she got a box of twenty or a box of six? That's a good point. It's twenty. Or, uh, box twenty. Yeah, but then but then uh, Christina's got a large box of um, KFC popcorn chicken, which is about How? eighty pieces. Eighty pieces. But again, if you're yeah, if you're if you're, smaller, if you're doing a handful of those, yeah. and then wedge them into the gun and trying, is it going to jam? Yeah. Yeah, probably jam. Or is it going to be yeah. like, oh, you're only putting one in at a time. It's going to be, you're going to spend a lot more time reloading. Yeah, there'll be one in the chamber in there. Yeah. With the nuggets. Mm. Oh, missed. Oh. I reckon it's Britney, bitch. I reckon Britney does like one of those big like sound wave things. Like, um, just shouts Britney, bitch, and it all goes in like slow motion. And the uh, the popcorn balls are just like going really slow because of Britney's like sound waves that she's showing. Um whilst Christina's like whipping her hair and slicing the nuggets and there's this just like big slow-mo face-off and I, I yeah and I think from what happens there is Christina tries to do one of her kind of trademark sort of like um I'm gonna hold a note and then make it like really like Wobble. tremble <laughs> and then what happens is just she's like ooh, 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 nugget. literally McNugget <laughs> back of the throat <laughs> down for the count Da-da. it's Britney bitch Britney is through nice what well a Britney I think she deserves it to be fair. After, yes. After the um Yeah, you just gotta leave her alone. The time that she's had, she deserves it. Yeah, and that's why I think she'd have had the edge as well, because she'd have been mm. proper like pent up like nugget frustration. Yeah. You're know, like fucking have some of this. Nugs, nugs, nugs. Alright, I'm gonna put it on the board. Here we go. Joining Professor Clum, Mr. Bean, Mary Poppins, Jay from the Between Us, Ron Burgundy, Will's Mum from the Between Us, some rabid raccoons, Brianna Tarth, Pamela Anderson, Chunk with the ladle, David Brent, Jeremy Kyle, we have Britney Spears! She had nuggets, I've had nuggets. Muck nuggets, motherfucker. Britney with nugs. Britney with nugs. Be quiet, Stuart. It's like that guy off Balls of Steel. Yeah, yeah. Nugget. Yeah. Nugget. <laughs> nugget. <laughs> Fucking cheeseburger. Nugget. Yeah. Oh, what was his name? Oh, is it Nedge? N- yes. Nedge. Yeah. Yeah. It should be oh. Nug. What was it? It's Urban, uh, urban Olympics. Yeah, Urban Olympics. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Driving along. Fucking Nugget. <laughs> Fucking cheeseburger. <laughs> Love it. I wonder what he's up to these days. Fucking donuts. Yeah, that was great. I wonder what he's up to these days. On the doll. Wow. What? That's harsh. Yeah, wow. He probably made quite a lot of money off straight, that program. Yeah. Anyway, before we get any more libelous shit going on, he's allegedly on the dole. Um, all right, Jay, have you got a story that might be cool, bro, for can't, us? Can't promise it. Okay. Cause... I, I do have a story. Right, I'm just queuing up the music. Let's see if it's a good one. You don't have one or you do have I one? I do have one, yeah. Okay, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> queuing up the music, you're shaking your head. Yeah, okay. do it. I got one. That's what she said. I feel like we should have like a little rap ready, an eight mile style one. No, no, we should do it in like the the mumble rap. Yeah. I'm wearing velvet slippers <laughs> and a cardigan. I don't have any ammunition and I don't have a gun. Give us a fruit pastel. I know you've got some in your pocket. Give us a fruit pastel. This is the chorus. This is the chorus. I don't like or any other birds of prey. I much prefer to sit on my own and masturbate. (laughs) 
It's cool story, bro. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just oh. fucking kill me. All right, we get <laughs> 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 fucking Castro. <laughs> 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 okay. It always, no, I, I, it always reminds me of yeah. the um, the Frankie Boyle joke. Is it, it was a Frankie Boyle people like tuning out right now. Yeah. Frankie Boyle's like, you know, scientists like. Why don't they spend their time like trying to find like cures for reasonable <laughs> shit rather than being like, yeah, we, we've discovered how many fruit pastels it'll take to choke a kestrel. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, that's, that's where that linked with it. You said fruit pastels. Oh, that's why you thought a kestrel. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. And then that just made me think of Craig David. Did it? <laughs> you were just loving it. Kyle's like a hype man in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you've got a cool story, Joseph, for us. I'm going to give you the headline, and then I'm going to show you the picture. All right. This comes locally. Ooh. Kyle sent me a story this week, and it was brilliant. But oh. I didn't go for it. I've got, I'll do oh, that. I've that, got, that. That was a, I'm gonna a do worthwhile next, story. I'm going to do it next week. When well, Kyle's not here, how rude. Yeah. Because he'll know, he'll know the story. He can listen next week. Okay. This, this, is this because I said there's only three good used albums? Yeah. This is your punishment. <laughs> this uh, story comes locally to us. This is from Weymouth Dorset. You ready? Yeah. Go. Thanks. Go. Man dressed as Big Bird sets off firework inside Weymouth property. <laughs> this one sort of passed me Go. by. I know, like, <laughs> would you believe it? I had an art see this one. Uh, a man dressed as Big Bird set off a firework inside a property whilst on a stag do. Oh, no. The bizarre incident has come to light as part of a freedom information disclosure from Dorset Police listing all calls related to stag do's or hen parties. Officers were called after a man on a stag party had set off a firework inside his Weymouth property. The man had been asked to turn out his pockets only for, to prove problematic given he was dressed as a giant Sesame Street character. <laughs> <laughs> Police noted the incident as follows. Fireworks let off inside. He's on his stag do. He's turned out his pockets. However, he's dressed as Big Bird. Info from next door. There's been a stag do all afternoon. The Big Bird incident was one of three events that recorded as taking place in Weymouth, two of which were assaults on stag do goers. Wow. Hmm. Fucking brilliant though, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, like... I was thinking, like, surely we know who it is, like, but we just not heard. <sighs> do you know what? It's one of those things where it's, like, sign of the times because... Letting off fireworks indoors, dressed as Big Bird. <laughs> it's fucking funny. I'm not encouraging this. Please don't do this at home or in anyone else's house. But that's fucking funny. And it's just like, there was a time when, like, like my stag do. Um, I mean, we're talking, like, what, 10, 10 odd years ago for my stag do, if not more. And then, like, my friend's stag do's. All the stupid shit that we did is on a par mm. with that kind of shit. And it's just like, is it the fact, like, none of that would have made the news back then because it's just, it's whatever. I, I was dressed up as Chewbacca and, and forced to walk through Southampton City Centre. I mean, fucking people coming up to me with their children asking for photos. I was hanging out my fucking ass from the night before. And then I had a set of challenges of things I had to do whilst dressed as Chewbacca. And, you know, we had things like, we had one of the guys, we dressed him as a hobo and sent him through the town centre. We put... Um, posters up of his mobile number saying call me and give me abuse and and he, and he did people throwing things at him and all kinds of stuff it was it, just stupid lads doing stupid fucking things and yeah you know setting off fireworks in the house is, is dangerous because you could set fire to the house but uh, my to, question is though like who else was there and what were they dressed up as <laughs> but that's the thing isn't it because it's, it's like you could have a stag do where it's like alright yeah we're going to stitch him up 
we're gonna everybody's gonna be dressed up or everyone's gonna be like in decent clothes and then this guy's <laughs> gonna be big like, bird literally that yeah <laughs> have everything you could like yeah. make him like wear, make him wear it's like yeah. a big bird because this is what I had on my stag do they basically they dressed me up as Chewbacca and made me and walk nobody through else nobody else was dressed as Star Wars things at all <laughs> just me and like my mate's dad had made a Chewbacca costume. And it was fucking good. I had like an ammo belt yeah. with a little thing I could put my phone and my, my money in. That's my seatbelt cover. Ah. But yeah, it's it's literally it was like <laughs> it's <enough>. very <laughs> very kind of that. And um and then one of the lads went. There was like a guy. So you know you get like guys selling like um, the helium balloons. He yeah. went and got a Star Wars helium balloon and tied it to me. Oh. And literally we walk into the pub. I'm hanging out my fucking ass. And um and this bloke comes up. It's like, do you mind if my uh, my daughter has a picture taken with you? And I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, sure, mate. No worries. And I'm like, oh, I fucking wear. And lads are absolutely pissing themselves. And I'm just like, what is this? <laughs> then we go to this pub and uh, we sit in this pub and um, and we're literally, this is completely off topic, but this again, stag dudes. We're, we're all sat around and all of a sudden, like phones are going off one at a time. And you're like, you see that? And it's like, what's going on? What's going on? And then literally, this is like the times before you had like group messaging, like on WhatsApp. And this bloke had just sat behind us, right? And this is like, it's about 11 o'clock in the morning so it's fairly early for drinking but we're all like on it because it's stag do and there's this guy sat behind us with a pint and he's literally just pissed himself in his seat <laughs> and it's literally just like <laughs> it's like what is that and it's like oh my god he has literally just pissed himself oh god and he's just like wow we're gonna be all right tonight because we're not gonna get in that state so so yeah stag do's yeah. interesting stories but yeah. you were darth vader on yours yeah yeah, you got me a Darth Vader costume to wear. Yeah. Which I, I, I didn't mind. That was pretty funny seeing you on a quad bike with a cape at the back, like flapping around. Not for all of five seconds before the cape <laughs> detached itself and I like lost it. But those kind of uh, things are great. That, that, that's I, that's kind of. I did sit in Nando's and have like a whole roast chicken dressed yeah. as Darth Vader. Which... Oh, fair play. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, I, I, I think cool story, bro. Um, I, I want to hear more. Like, send us in your. Um, we're not encouraging you to do stupid stuff, so we don't want to get sued. But send in your um, your cool story, bro, um, stag do's uh, stories and things like that, and we'll read out um, some of the best ones if if if, uh, if you guys choose to send them in. Because I'm sure there's there's loads of chaotic things that people have done. But again, like, any, anything that you think is a, a funny story or an interesting story, yeah, bung it into an email to us, um, and we'll read it out. <laughs> so, so I, I have one more, and then okay. and this is from a stag do that I was on, and you know what? It's one of the things I say. Yeah, it's my friend. It was actually me. It literally was my friend, and I, I have lots of witnesses to vouch for that. So, everybody went out, and it was one of those nights where um, it was getting a little bit chaotic, and a couple of my friends had done stuff that in our friendship group we'd never ever done before. So, one of the guys was getting a, way too drunk, way too quickly. So they did horrible things like put pubes in his pint oh, yeah. and then like while he was at the bar like rimmed his beer and that's something that I've never seen them do before and it's kind of one of those things it's like guys you've like proper fucking crossed the line here that's mm. that's that's not cool that's not what we do so what, what do people think that's like I, I know like because it's a stag do you have to do that yeah and, and there's the first, like we'd had like four or five stag do's before and this had never come up and it was just literally like why is that okay now it's so what happened was basically this guy came back, got his drink, and they're like, come on, mate, down it. And he downed it, and he was like, mate, you've just downed my pubes, and I've just rimmed that. And of course, he threw up. Ugh, threw up yeah. immediately, right? This is a proper story about, like, um, revenge. So, like, he then got told by the bouncers, grabbed, thrown outside, and they were like, oh, fuck's sake, we've overstepped them up. So they went to him and said, look, here's my, one of the lads said, here's my phone, go to the next bar, 
get in the next bar and then phone one of the other guys and let us know the name of the bar and we'll come and meet you. Fair dues. Mm. We fucked up. You know, go there. So five minutes past, ten minutes past, twenty minutes past. This guy doesn't phone. And that's it. So it's like, fuck, okay. So I'd gone home. I'm in bed. And then um, this guy comes back on his own. And I was like, oh, hello, mate. Well, you know, where, where you been? What you been up to? And I, oh, you, just, you won't understand. I can't talk to you about it. You just won't get it. I understand. It's, oh, it's just... And then, like, everyone else slowly starts drifting back into this hostel. And um, and then, like, everyone's like, right, what the fuck happened? And this guy's like, where's my phone? And he's like, you don't understand. You, you It's just, oh, I got mugged. You got mugged? Yeah, yeah, I got mugged. Where'd you get mugged? And his story keeps changing and changing and changing. And this guy's proper fucking pissed. And I'm kind of sober, so I'm, like, listening to it going, this is just going around in really, really random circles. So basically, what we think happened was he walked out of this bar and then went on to Las Ramblas, which is the main strip through Barcelona, and it's incredibly um, popular for prostitution. And we think one of two things happened. Let's see where this is going. (laughs) Either whilst someone was down blowing his job, um, they reached into his pocket and nicked the phone. Or even more sinister is that someone was going down there blowing his job and went, right, now give us the money. He went, I haven't got any money, but you can have this phone. And then fucked <laughs> off because it wasn't his phone. And this was a brand new BlackBerry, whatever it was at the time. So this guy then had to go and report his phone missing in Las Ramblas in Barcelona and then go to his insurance company and be like, what was I doing down there? Because he can't say he's given the phone to a friend because then yeah. so he's like, yeah. ah. Don't, like the, the simple like moral of the story is don't put your penis in someone else's drink because you don't know what you'll get back. <laughs> yeah, I, I that's thought you were going to say something else, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hefty bit of revenge, right there. But yeah, that's you know. So yeah, stag do stories like that hit us up yeah. with them, but that one's fucking carnage. Yeah, horrible. I'm glad my stag do was quite tame. It wasn't in regards to that, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, and no, that's like I say, I, I don't. That that's never happened since in in terms of like people putting stuff in other people's drink because that was like a proper like the fuck no. That is not okay. I mean, I know, like, someone I know, their stag do, the rule was, every time they had the shower, they had to shower with the best man. And it's like, <laughs> I, yeah. That's I, quite funny, though. At least yeah. they're clean. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. It's not like yeah. dunking your cock yeah. in someone's drink. But yeah, yeah, it's anyway. Yeah, let us, let us know the filthiest things, the horriblest things that you've seen or done on your stag and hen do's, let's not forget, because, mm. ladies, you're not all that... Um, yeah, yeah you title, title your message with um, Cool Story Bro and send it to chat at brainshoot.co.uk. Cool. Yeah, All right. Uh, what are we on next? Shall we hear from our lovely friend Dave? Yeah, I think he's got something to say. All right. Who the fuck invited Dave? Evening, guys. It's your favourite lanky streak of piss, Dave here. Now that you've sobered up, we can finally, finally after three weeks, get back to the A to Z. And I stand tonight is you. And tonight is a very special you. Because especially while it's been Suicide Prevention Month in the UK for September, you is for you. There's no doubting that these been darker times for quite a while. It just feels like one disaster to the next. And it can be all too easy to be too hard on yourself during these times. If you're still here and you're still pushing through it, you're doing great. If you're willing to keep going and what comes next, you're a freaking ledge, mate. You mean more to our people 
than you will ever know or understand. You deserve to be loved, especially by yourself. And with that in mind, Jamie, Chris, and anyone listening to this, I want you to name three things you love about yourself. So I guarantee for anything you can name, there's so many people that can name so many more. Keep the faith, guys. Cheers, Dave. Wow, Dave. That was deep. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Um, Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, absolutely. Um, Male suicide prevention month is um is very important um one of my closest friends partner um took his own life about a year and a half ago so i i've seen firsthand the um the devastating impact that has on on you know young people um where they've gone from having their whole lives planned ahead of them to having absolute carnage and chaos and she's um she's been through absolute fucking hell um you know and kind of getting their own life back together so yeah hugely important so yeah i know this this show is mostly comedy and taking the mick but mm. it's it's something that does need like to yeah. talking about you know especially with with men and you know we're all keep we'll keep to ourselves don't we, we never really talk about it much and and, and, the, and the task that dave set is so <laughs> fucking hard because it's like we're so used to like not wanting to be egotistical and be like, oh yeah, I'm, I, I think I'm good at this or this this is what I, I, I do well. And it's, it is really difficult to be like, um, oh, do you know, actually, I think I'm this because mm. like, like me personally, that, that's, that's not programmed, no, programmed no, into I, my I persona. It's, um, very not British, is it? We don't really big ourselves up as, as such. Yeah, because you, well. don't, you don't want to be seen as being like up your own ass or being like kind of... Um, egotistical so it's just like yeah. even if you're brilliant some of you are like well i know there's, there's other people that are better yeah. and, and it just yeah it tends to be no, that it's, way it's so. quite it's quite fit fit in with the used as well they the album the canyon is about mm. all about his friend who committed suicide mm. in in a canyon and the whole album is is about that mm. experience um so yeah this is quite a fitting one for this mm. this episode um in terms of things you love about yourself i don't know how we're gonna do this but well, I, I, I reverted to, um, well, the first thing that I like about myself is I like my sense of humour because it makes me laugh. <laughs> and, and I don't really care if it doesn't make other people yeah. laugh. So I'm quite proud of that because I, I do enjoy that. Um, you like making yourself laugh. Yeah, I, I kind of, I, and there's a lot of times when things happen. Yeah. Like you said something earlier and I, I just laughed because in my head I'd already said the next line. Yeah. And I was like, I definitely can't say that out loud on the podcast. <laughs> But I made myself laugh. So it's yeah. like, hey, if I can do that and I can give, I can give that's, myself yeah, that kind of joy, cool. that's great. That's pretty cool. The second thing I like about myself is my penis. Because <laughs> it, may have, it may have not delivered a lot of happiness to other people, but it's, <laughs> given, it's given me a lot of happiness. So I'm totally okay with that. Um, and a third thing, a third thing. Oh, I, I'm gonna... you've, you've really thought out of the box on these ones. Well, I, I just think it's just, I'm going to be like, I want to have great hair. You know, it's kind of like, um, I I think I like the level of patience I have. Whilst inside I can be absolutely fucking screaming, mm-hmm. outside I can sometimes be very placid. My wife will listen to this, it's like, you fucking kidding <laughs> It's not a bad trait to have, but yeah. No, I suppose I can follow on that one. Like, I'm pretty collected in, in most situations where it gets a bit hard going you know to be fair I've never seen you pissed off with anything oh or yeah I'm, I'm, anything. I'm a pretty level headed person and I'm, I think I can be a calming sort of influence around people I guess um, 
I wouldn't say Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a good I'm a good listener. I think I can anyone can give me a call and I'll have a chat and listen to problems. Um don't know. I suppose I'm quite kind. That's that's probably as far as I can go on myself. But. Have you noticed that while you've been doing all this genuine nice stuff, I've not been pressing no, ready and going? Because yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is a serious section, guys. We'll, we'll probably edit out of the show, but I'm joking. We won't. It's very important. <laughs> no, we can do we can do serious now. Again, yeah, like. yeah. All right, tell us something nice about you, Kyle. I don't like doing this. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you don't have to. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, don't have fine, to if you, if you like, don't want to. So yeah. I, I think like... Yeah. Like, if you're listening, this might sound a bit corny, but just take a moment and just, you know do this for yourself and be like, you know, I, I, what am I good at? What, you know, and, and be kind to yourselves because there's going to be things where like, I'm shit at everything. And I'm, I I look like this and I look like that. No, there's things that you genuinely are really good at. And there's things that you just take for granted that you're, you're, you're good at. And it's it's small achievements as well. I've noticed like you always get lost in, I haven't done that yet. Or I haven't haven't got to that place in my life or, Mm. I'm, you know, I'm striving for that, but I've got it. But look at like the little step that you made to to get towards that goal. And it's also it's competition. It's the fact that yeah. every, everybody looks at other people and, and uses that as a benchmark. And social media is is, is horrific for it. it. Yeah. And then that's one of the key things for like for me for like mental health and things like that is I don't use social media massively because I or, or, or I used to when it all came out it was like hundreds of friends and stuff like that. And then I did a cull and it was just like actually I'm coming off the whole thing. I'll come back on and I'll just. I'll I'll have a group of friends on here that I want if I want to talk to um, I'll talk to and if I want to share stuff I can share stuff knowing that hopefully there's no one in this group who's going to be a complete prick about it and um, that that works for me so it's kind of one of those things where it's like if you feel like you're getting bogged down by social media it is easy just to step away or just to mm. sever those ties and not have to worry about what other people may or may not say and that that's kind of something which I think goes a long way because if if you're looking for measuring yourself against other people there's no other worse place to do it than social media because so many people live like duality where it's like my instagram profile versus the chaos that's actually my life yeah and it's and i see that so often and i know people who like that like will travel miles to take a picture of themselves running through a fucking bluebell field but actually you know internally you're fucked you're 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 so insecure and you'll say this and you'll say that it's like why you got to paint that picture mm. to the world? Why not just kind of like show your real self? And yeah. Yeah, but no, Tuesday for that. In all honesty, if anyone's struggling, mm. go and talk to somebody. Yeah. It's Suicide Awareness Month, September. So yeah. Talk to somebody. Reach out. Yeah. Reach Thanks out to us. Me. Podcasts, bits, bobs, chats, brain stew. Yeah. Talk to us. Cool, cool. Cheers. All righty. So that was, that was pretty deep, but um, that's what she said. I think we'll... Um, We'll go on something a little bit more light-hearted now. Let's uh, let's get this guy involved. That's also what she said. Topical, everyone. What totally badass topics that we have this week? This week, because um, as we've just been uh, talking about in our in our wee break, I've just been on a holiday. Yes, I've spent four days in the amazing uh, city of uh, Berlin uh, in Germany, and um, I met some fantastic people. And um, 
it, it, I've been there. That's my fifth time I've been there now, and I would still go back again. It's an amazing city, and I urge people, if you've never been to Berlin before, it's definitely a great place to go. Very dark place uh, in, in sort of, excuse me, history and stuff like that. But yeah, amazing, amazing, amazing city. Anyway, so I thought I'd do some holiday-themed things in Totally Topical. Yeah. So they're either ors. So, first one is sightseeing or boozy bants. Definitely sightseeing. Sightseeing, all the way, yeah. Why is that? I mean, that's, that's the UK all over, boozy bants, isn't it? It's, um, everybody loves a drink, and you can get that anytime. So, I'd rather go and check out some history and why pay to go yeah. on a holiday, whether it's in, like, in the UK or outside the UK. Why pay to go somewhere if you're just going to go get that and get pissed up? I mean, yeah, go to uh, Magaluf or Ibiza if you want to take the UK abroad with the weather a bit warmer. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep, totally agree with that. Um, I love sightseeing. I like a good beer, don't get me wrong. Um, but yeah, combining the two is okay in moderation. But yeah, you kind of if, it, if you spend more time boozing than you do sightseeing in somewhere like Berlin, you're doing it wrong. It depends what the vibe is, doesn't it? You know, if it is like you're going to a party yeah. whilst you're abroad, or you know, purposely to mm. go and get pissed, then also, also I'm a bit biased because I don't drink. But well, yeah. <laughs> so sightseeing is obviously my must. Yeah, yeah. Go, and, and again, like you say, it's one of those things where it's like, are you going to come back here? Is it cheap to come back here? Would I be gutted if I missed these things? If, if the answer is no to all of that, and you know, I'm not going to come back here, I don't really care. Then fine, you know, drink, drink to your little heart's mm. content. But you know, it's like most places you can go and you can spend a whole time sightseeing. And you don't see everything. Yeah. So why sort of squander that by going out yeah. and drinking? Literally five times in, I have seen a fraction of what I want to see in Berlin. So yeah, I will be going back. But anyway, Great. so on to the next one, which kind of contradicts one. New places or same faces? So like I've just said, been to Berlin so many times, I will keep going back. Mm. What about you guys? Would you keep going back to the same place yeah. if you loved it? Or would you go, well, actually, I want to explore somewhere else? I'm not very well travelled, so... Um... I've only ever been to Turkey as a, abroad. Um, never even been to France, so I'm, I'm really like still quite a virgin with the travel traveling world, you know. Um, but I've been to the same place three times. Whereas a lot of my family love it so much, I think they're on like the fifteenth time they've been to the same place. But people get comfortable, don't they? They they get to know the area, the the people. They love the. It's all like comes at home from home. Then reliving the experience Literally again that, yeah. and again. Yeah. You know, and it's also it. if if it's so good, yeah. why would you not want to go back? And that, that's like my thing with Germany is like every single time I go, I meet new people. Um, yeah. I met uh, the guys from Tiny Moving Parts um, oh, yeah. uh, at a show uh, in Berlin. I met um, Josh from the Wonder Years um, at a show in Berlin as well. Uh, and I yeah, met some really cool people um, when I was over um, last week. So for me, it's one of those places where it's a really friendly city, uh, you know. And, and there'll be people that go, "Oh, it's not." I've I've been there, yeah, fine. But Germany is just a really friendly country. Anyway. I, I just really I enjoy it. Berlin. But... The the vibe there is great, and everyone is so keen to kind of get involved with other people and and kind of yeah. It's just yeah. It's for me. It's very much. I quite happily keep going back there. I think it's good to have maybe like a bucket list of countries you want to visit. Mm. Um, and then find the ones that you're like, okay, that that was an amazing experience. I want to see more of that. Yeah. Um, been, the only country I've like been back to, Max and I, hello, I've been to two countries multiple times, but they've been different places most of the um, most of the times I've visited. I've been to France a few times and going mm. back to a place I visited when I was a kid next year. But um, Italy as well, I've been there twice, uh, three times actually. But 
two or ski trips with school. Yeah. So sort of, mm. yeah. It's, still, it's, it's one of those, isn't it? I mean, like, sort of, there are, play, like, as a kid, I went to France a lot, and it's like, now my kids are at the age where it's like, oh, actually, we want to go somewhere. I'm like, yeah. oh, actually, yeah, I'm, you know, take them to some of the places I went as a kid and go back to France. And, like, kind it's of, like, it's a big country. There's, like, so much to, yeah. like, so much to sort of explore. Even if you go back to stay in the same area, there's yeah. loads to do around Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Um, but new places. Oh, there's too much of this world I want to see. That's mm. fair shout. It's always money, though. Money's always holding us back. Yeah, and it's... I mean, we did Airbnb, mm. um, and that was brilliant. Mm. I, I highly recommend... Good, good um, Ryanair, cheap flights. Yeah, like, we, we did EasyJet, which was, was really good. Um, and, yeah, like, literally... I mean, don't get me wrong, it's... With the pound doing what it's doing at the moment, everything's expensive, but... It was, yeah. I I felt like it was it was a good value holiday, and the you know if you're in an apartment, you can go and do a week food shop and cook, so you're not having to eat out every night, and it's things like that that save you money. But uh, yeah, I I I thoroughly, I think I do best of it. Like I would keep going back to the same place, but also I kind of want to explore more stuff as well. If I didn't have to work, I would travel. Hundred percent. Okie dokie. Right, last one. Very brief one. Yeah. Try the local lingo or shout and point. Try the local lingo. Got to try it. Yeah, I mean, I I would probably, if I could choose to go away now, I would go to English-speaking places, only because I'd feel too rude. Mm. Like, we, the expectation of British people for tourists to speak English, mm. and then we don't give that back when we go abroad, mm. you know. So I think I'd prefer to stick to English places until I'd took the courage to learn some of the language i think it's one of those where it's like you can get away with key phrases so it's mm. kind of like as long as you're doing your hello yes no please yeah. thank you and then like i the when i was away i was teaching the guys that i was with it's like you kind of for where you are these are the key phrases you need to know and you need to be able to say to people can you speak english yeah. and it's literally if, if you can ask that then immediately you're showing that, you know, yes, I, I can't speak in your language, but if you can speak in mine, that would be really helpful, yeah. rather than just going, yeah, just four of those, please, Gov. It, <laughs> and, and that's kind of like, for me, that's like the, I think that's a polite thing. And like, I had it lots of times when, when I was speaking in German, the person was speaking back to me in English, but I continue speaking in German because I wanted to, I wanted to practice my German. It's like a mark of respect, just try even yeah. tempting, even if you know that yeah. you're going to fail miserably at trying yeah. to say something in their language. Yeah, it's just... Mm. It's better to give it a go than Absolutely. just... Absolutely. When just I was I was doing the first year of my German course, there was a phrase that I'd said, and it, it was basically it was all about I am going uh, going there the next day or I'm going there the next morning. And um, the way that I'd said next, it actually translated to naked. So my, my, my phrase should have been I'm going there tomorrow morning was actually I'm going there tomorrow morning naked. And um, <laughs> it, it was quite a slip of the tongue. So I was very like, oh, my God, what if I say something like that? That's completely... Yeah, they get a bit excited. Yeah, yeah. But luckily, n- nothing like that happened while I was there. So hey-ho. Anyway, that, that was a, a bit of totally topical. Now we're going to go on to lyrical lunacy, which I still don't have a jingle for. So I'm just going to mash the fucking things again. <laughs> Oh, I'll take first. <laughs> it's lyrical lunacy. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this is part of the show. Oh, he's back. <laughs> um, Apologies. If you're not listened before, we try and uh, we take the the band of the week and we take a line from a song and try and complete the lyric. We do. So I've obviously been the use this week. I'm going to challenge you. 
Or both of you. Okay. Um, to um, Challenge accepted. Yeah, as long as it's off the first two albums. <laughs> because there weren't any so, afterwards. Well, this no, is from... There's, just, um, there's only two. You don't actually have to complete the lyrics. It's, um, it's more of a guessing game. So it's just A, B or C, and I'll tell you if you've got the line right. So. Okay. Um, so here I am. It's in my hands. And I'll... So it's from the taste of ink. Okay. B. So here I am. It's in my hands. And I'll savor every moment of this. Savor every moment of this. Ah, yes. Got it. <laughs> you grab the pen, please, Kyle, and give Chris a point. Ah, oh, yes. I can't believe it. You took over. I'm winning. I've not been winning before. Yeah. This is amazing. I feel like I should write home and tell people. CJ four three. Yes. 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 You bastard. Yes. Okay. What, what else could we have had, though? You could have had. So here I am. It's in my hands. And I'll flavour every portion of chips. Oh, nice. Or, so here I am, it's in my hands, and I'll still crave your mum's morning waffles. <laughs> nice. So, well, I did one as well, because I couldn't remember whose turn it was, so should we give right. this one to Kyle as do, a bonus yeah, one? Yeah, do this for Kyle. All right, so you've got so deep that it didn't even, and it's either A, B, or C. If you get it right, you can choose who gets the point. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm winning. We're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. I choose Chris. Yeah! Uh, C. Uh, okay, so deep that it didn't even cheese my little pickle sarnie. Oh. You could have had so deep it didn't even bleed and catch me. Or so deep it didn't even sneeze shit and finger bang me. <laughs> That's not the, uh, the version that... Those, those are apparently the, the words that he tried to fit into that lyric but didn't quite get there. So uh, I, th- I think I he think probably... I think they're all viable options. Yeah. Uh, to, be, to be fair, sneeze shit and finger bang me. I, I'm quite curious as to how so that happens. <laughs> that it didn't even sneeze shit, finger bang me. I think the guys went, off guard. <laughs> <laughs> Bert, are you, um, you smoking that crack again? And he'd be like, no, I just listened to this podcast where this guy just keeps talking about fingering. <laughs> it's just like, it's infectious. Nice. Uh, all right, so we have got uh, a parting gift for you guys this week. We've got um, some new music. Um, I love the fact that everyone's sending this music in it's now. It's great, really, really yeah. cool. So, Jay, tell us about this. Um, it, it's not punk pop either, so it's a no, little bit um, out of genre. Um, so this is an acoustic singer-songwriter. His name's Rob Grasso, G-R-A-S-S-O. And he's from South New Jersey. Um, acoustic singer, songwriter, making music for 14 years. And his first studio release, Who Are You, is out now. Um, Rob enjoys making a mix of indie, alt-rock and pop-punk songs. Um, It says, this song is, in particular, is an emotional-driven narrative from the eyes of someone who has has love at first sight with no way of ever knowing the person. Someone not of this world, someone close by but never would have been reached. It feels very 80s synth rock with melodic harmonies and a smooth outro. I hope you all enjoy it. Cool, this is the song. Check it out, guys. Rob Grasso with Who Are You?
That was amazing. That's such a cool song. Really enjoyed that. That uh, was Rob Grasso. Yeah. Who are you? Thanks, Great. Rob, for sending Great that song. in. 
Well, awesome. that's that's uh, another episode wrapped for us, and we are going to be back at you very very shortly with episode V. Whoa. <laughs> And uh, we don't know if we're going to know the V band very well. Same as you, there's not many out there. Yeah, there's. Pop punk. We've got a couple of uh, ones to choose from. Unfortunately, Pete, it's not going to be Vanilla Ice. No. Um, can definitely uh, say that. Uh, Kyle, thank you very much for coming on, mate. It's been uh, great seeing you. Great listening to you. Kyle. And uh, yeah, really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me on. Yep, and as always, send us your stories and all your bullshit in at chat at brainstew.co.uk. Have a great week and smell you later. Cheers. Bye bye.